Francesca Demuse. And uh, next Wednesday, uh, we have, which is March 1st, believe it or not, we have a launch of Joel Oppenheimer's Lessons Selected Poems. Some of you may know this, uh, many of you do, that Joel Oppenheimer was the first director of the Poetry Project. Um, and this is our 50th anniversary season, so that it's very nice to have that launch right now. Um, so, as, as always, I mean, I've, I've been in the past trying to skip a break, but I think tonight we're going to take a very brief break between readings um, to give everybody a chance to leave the room because there are so many people here tonight, which is great, but also an opportunity for us to maybe just walk out for a moment if we need to. So Jacqueline will read first. Uh, Jacqueline Waters' book, Commodore, will be published by Ugly Duckling Press in late 2017. She's the author of One Sleeps, the Other Doesn't, and A Minute Without Danger. More recent work has appeared in Elderly, Harper's Magazine, and Prelude. I read with Jacqueline Waters once and got this clear feeling that I wanted to dislike something, but that disliking her would be impossible. I'm referring implicitly to the way we talk about a person and her work being equivalent. I don't like that or I like them. It was strange. I dislike very few people personally, although I dislike lots of things about many people. I dislike almost all poetry except I like so much of it. It is impossible to dislike Jacqueline Waters, the poet. Her work delivers the promise of a smooth or soft surface simplicity and long visibility. These features are interrupted by violation and questions and contradiction, a vocabulary that's combative and occasionally explosive. What is the difference between liking and disliking? What is the difference between pleasure and disgust, suffering and thriving? What is the measure of any of that? These questions are not hidden in the prickly sentences of her works. These questions are the exhaust of the work and the fuel, the beautiful, seductive, contradictory come hither of her private world written down. If I get taken away or like snatched is the title of a poem in her soon-to-come collection. In this poem, a person enters the living space of another unnamed person, has listened to their recorded voice, arrived in the space of encounter, which is a space of total alienation and missed cues or connection. The person not in the space instructs us to eat the leftover rice. The person in the space listens to the absent person's albums. And Jacqueline concludes, we know the infinite through suffering. And I conclude, oh, it's not knowing, it's the impossibility of being together. Rescue me if I'm snatched. I am always nearly being taken away. Quote, I'm going to get face lasers when I get the money. She writes in candor, a procedure that will make the speaker look exactly the same. We cannot get close enough to ourselves to understand anything of our difference. Waters is a tough guy poet of discomfort, of precise noticing of the unkindness of everyday speech. And I like her very much. <laughs> Please welcome Jacqueline Waters. That was so nice. Thank you, Simone. Um, glad to be here. First thing you go for is emotion, because people can connect with emotion. It's not true, but no one's heart is in it. 
It just lays there on the table, overcome, refusing to do the job of its own redemption. A seated audience gives up the use of its legs while it listens. Many also lose awareness of their mouths closed against the exhalation that will accompany your instrument's return to its resting place. Your own pills, someone else's water. You saw me coming, but you didn't lift a finger. Little brains like nuts, who ate in some dump off the parkway, who chose from among the fruit two bruised specimens. Not everyone is controlled by shame. More should be, but often we feel too ashamed for them to effectively shame them. It's not true, but it's what science says, or should say, nor will any science serve. The one we're ordering uses as analogy venereal disease and drags forth into the light any sense of animal kinship that has not by age 35 abated. When you talk, you don't want to lie, but you don't want to tell the truth as you've actually calculated it. The best way to hide something valuable is to hide its value. I will keep saying, this is the way we have seen it, and I will brook no response or argument. I will absolutely not change my mind, because it is my mind, and my allegiance must be to it, or my words will have no value to you. To whom do the scientists give bananas? The very useful monkeys. <laughs> People of the future, I resemble you. I am more sure of this than you, and yet you outlive me. You've outsmarted me. Centered in the display of pens is a small paper pad stuck to the rack for testing. Generally squiggles, occasionally the well-formed word. I had spent the week working like a dog, which is not to put down dogs. <laughs> Later, just hanging around the house, maybe soaking in some bullshit postpartum herb bath, checking the stats on homeopathic galactagogues. Friendships form as each person finds the courage to memorize the alliance, its risks, its contours, the flaky ways you earn and lose faith in each other adding up over time into a grace, familiarity. Suppose you use a line like, I love you, but I don't really know you, or town is that way, like moving the head a millimeter to see what the bars have been obscuring all along two millimeters, and the next bar will obscure it, one millimeter. I've never liked going anywhere. I get nervous the moment before leaving, though I enjoy the planning. I don't enjoy the planning, but I am drawn to it, which is a type of enjoyment. It was a rare farm. She flinched whenever something neared her ankle, packed too close. Animals, animated by demands, an animal came up and demanded her files, but they are my files, she said. You won't get anywhere by protecting your materials. You can judge people by the anecdotes that occur to them. You may as well start asking, what's your most memorable story about a laundromat? What humorous comment do you have about foreign menus? You may as well start forcing them out, these automatic emissions, provoke the associations, initiate the arc. I felt like maybe he was a phony. Maybe the feeling of being his friend was the thrill of subjection to flattery. Oh, you, he'd say, you would say that, and I'd laugh, complimented. Don't wait on the threshold. Don't come in the corridor. Don't have the fantasy, the room at capacity. Individuals will stop to see someone produce almost anything while crowds will press on and on through a pair of saloon doors they only partly control. 
You're a great commander. Believe in yourself. You have my heart. You've earned it. When you get to the top of the dog pile, stay there. Did I just say dog? <laughs> uh, dog pile. It's my uh, ancestors coming through. Even if all that entitled you to the top is a late arrival, pledge allegiance to late arrivals. Do you find me knowledgeable? Do I have the persuasive recall of a well-rested bookstore employee? I want to feel like a voice is talking to me, but not as at a seance, secretly cooperating with me. Now that I am a mother, I grocery shop from other people's carts if I need to. <laughs> not if I need to, I do it if I find myself doing it. I am alone in this room where someone has left a me a fan turned high, aimed at my form, feigning sleep. I am almost never alone. I am never alone without consequence. We have to get this project launched before the announcement so you can see our problem here. Plans weren't delivered to last night and none of the documents will open. I can see your problem there. Clients get angry, businesses go under. It's a crime. It's really just criminal that they can do that. And then you have no choice. You have to shop there because it's where you shop. I was investigating that you're just going to eat a roll. You can save calories like that by thinking of it as an empty sandwich, slicing it but just putting it back together and eating it out of your own hand. Now I feel something, something biting me. It's just the wind. It pricks, he says. That's the way the wind is here. That's what's up with the wind. To make a story a story, some event from the past must intrude into the present. A story about the taking of a trip, the discarding of something found in the luggage after the trip. I pictured a bigger house and better food when the caller told me he'd died. Instead, this cheap late afternoon spread, plastic forks upended in a paper cup, cut celery sticks dried out at both ends and not even meant as a metaphor. People of the future, I resemble you. Like you, I wear in my heart what I read. Like you, I didn't eat it because I was hungry. I ate it because other people were hungry. In cynicism, we believe that kindness comes from sickness, understanding from fear of differing, and compassion from self-loathing. And this made your caring feel solicitous, and my movement away from you a tunneling under to truth. If I can ascribe you these motivations, I can devalue your love which frees me to seek more elsewhere and to capitalize on the attributes you discovered in me, named, called good, and convinced me I had. That another, or all others, would love my body as you did, and that hands on me would feel the same, and I could choose another, a better, someone I put above me in this world, whose success I could ride along on, whose illustriousness would seep onto me by proximity, that I may at last communicate emphasis without dependence on vehemence. A lament, she called it, and said to notice what you envy, because it's what you need to grieve for, and it's what you'll receive once you do. I envy my neighbor in his garden wailing, frightened that the fasteners could not hold, nor could the top, bottom, or sides, and form is leaking, disaggregating. And though I've learned it, I haven't quite brought it to bear on the decisions I need to make regarding the future and my suitcase, a rollerboard I pull along, though the wheels choke on the carpet's pile.
Uh, that was something new. It doesn't really have a title, but I've just been calling it Barbicide so that I can think of it being like sanitized in a blue jar. Um, this is good try, bad advent. I'm a file clerk at the insurer three days a week after school. The adjusters pull file folders. I return every paper to its place, then meter all the mail and walk it six blocks to the post office. Before work, I change into a skirt and turtleneck in the junior high bathroom. Eventually, the boss, Beth, takes me aside to discuss my appearance. Recognizable stains, she says, prove I've been wearing the same skirt to work every day for months. In 1988, the ad asked, how can you have more job satisfaction in 1989? L. Ron Hubbard promises a fresh look at today's problems. <laughs> Do you know about James Arthur Ray? He was this wealth guru. Attending his workshops cost everything you had. One day, he loaded 24 clients into a sweat lodge and brought in one burning hot rock for each participant. You must want, relentlessly want, Hold your vision of new cars parked one behind the other in your circular drive. Go to Phoenix and go without food or water for 36 hours and finally sweat it out, converting wants for food, rest, water into larger wants for wealth. But people started passing out and were dragged by their ankles from the tent. Persist, he insisted, and overcome this waste until three died. Ray went to his hotel, took a shower, and called lawyers. He only got two years for negligence, but his real genius was after prison. He thought hard about peop what people most wanted to hear from him. What would happen, he wondered, if I took complete and total responsibility? Came the answer, you would succeed. Which, if that's always your answer, it's fun to formulate the question. <laughs> like letting a hungry person laugh at all your jokes before taking back your promise of a meal proving you know how to control another's body in a completely sanitary way. And this is if I get taken away or like snatched. I saw, you call me I saw you called me yesterday, but I was talking to that roofer. I tried calling you back, but I got your office, and I don't know, your office thinks you're a wrong number. I'll be home tomorrow, thank you. On the kitchen counter, I find a potato with a post-it note addressed to what would have to be she lives alone herself. More potatoes in the garage. The garage underlined. She offers to make me rice pudding, a ploy to use up a bowl of cooked rice I've seen on the refrigerator's bottom shelf. I don't answer, so no one does. I put on strong wind through a desert willow. Extreme rain layered over diesel generator it is only suffering that has the aspect of infinity, to paraphrase Wordsworth via Wild, and there is no other way to the sensation. Not the stars, not astronomy, not a long night of impossible pleasure. I'm entitled to my opinion. That is a phrase that has its own Wikipedia entry um, <laughs> as a logical fallacy. Um, you also have difficulty with north, south, east, and west. They don't mean anything to you. You can find places eventually through trial and error. You can figure out a map if you imagine yourself walking or driving on the map itself. You can see that the direction you want to go is over here or over there and turn that way on the street. 
Your dreams have identifiable people, but their faces are not a factor. You know who they are, but not by looking at them. The truth is, you rarely face someone in a dream, and when you do, you just see a generic oval and some shadowing. Blonde people are invisible to you, so you have to be extremely careful to not ignore them completely. It's as if there's nothing for your brain to hold on to. You consistently confuse the people you've placed in any given bucket. All women at work with shoulder-length hair are pretty much interchangeable, from the temp to the VP. You have often walked into large mirrors because you don't recognize your reflection and truly believe this other person will move out of your way. Charitable trust. Give. Giving kills time. Pause giving. Like you're too important for it. Like if this is now a renegotiation, then you'd prefer to suture up last year's money bags and make everyone walk to the well. Or share. Sharing strengthens the teeth. Hunters are quick to say their relationship with their dogs is never mere ownership. Instead, the hounds become part of the family. We lowered him down with a golden chain, and every link we called his name goes the song about Old Blue, that famous old dead dog. Heel of my hand. You are as attentive with me as a friend. Patiently remove first your left, then right earphone each time my lips part. Keeping this attention is key to getting through, I think, or everyone thinks, my thoughts just a bristle from their brush. You recommend a delay in investigation. You say justice is always best when delayed, pressing the pen to the paper's most unforgiving places. You are, to me, a big how. Like no one, they say, asks a billionaire why they made $2 billion. They just ask how. Oh, how I used to think I needed someone to hold my hands to the piano at the bar that everyone would rather no one played. How I used to want more clarifications. And how I used to want, I cannot tell you how desperately I wanted to call them the wants, a surcharge on the price of admitting to preference, for I preferred you above others, clownish though it made me seem. I just have two more. A child to the state. The way to do history is not to care about it. Whatever you care for, you diminish. Facts remain the same, changing with the day while what is true of one repeats by turning true of another. Everywhere, the sound of crying, neither immediate nor interesting. Unlike you, with those low goals, you're not just going to overflow toward. You've got to list the ambitious pains, persevere through the doubt you watch, take inventive forms like clouds, owing the world a form. And uh, this is the last one called The End the end. He told the story heartily, like everyone who ever heard it had laughed. No man from his generation, he, our teacher, added, would ever walk into a room and consider any woman there his intellectual equal. He just wanted to entertain us, but we took that entertainment more seriously than we took his having wanted it, a fault of our negative reasoning. At the time I had a job, opening entries for a De Beers diamond design contest. I was to reject any design not sketched with charcoal. 
any paper mounted on an incorrect thickness of foam core board. Really, my job was to get as many entries into the trash as I could. They say the bomb of your central question will tick inside the head of your reader, and someday that tick will widen, commandeering what amounts to miles of rich, tillable soil or grim, bloated swampland. None of us will ever feel comfortable saying that this is it, the end. An end, let's summarize, is a consequent with nothing else after it, or not a lot. As the sign in the harbor says, no wake, your boat should sort of trail away without affecting bathers or other small craft. Thank you. Thanks, that was amazing. So five minutes, uh, return for Lynn Hijinian. We return. I would say I'm sorry that there are no more chairs, but I'm actually happy that so many people are here. But please, um, there, if you want to come in from the back and take a seat on the floor in the front, you're welcome to do that or to do anything other than stand up in the back. So I'm so happy to welcome Lynn. I'll read her bio, which is Lynn's bio. <laughs> Lynn Higinian is a poet, essayist, teacher, and translator. Her most recent book is The Unfollowing, uh, published just last year. Belladonna will bring out her prose work, Positions of the Sun, this year. Other volumes include The Book of a Thousand Eyes and The Wide Road, written in collaboration with Carla Harriman. In fall 2013, Wesleyan republished her best-known book, My Life, in an edition that includes her related work, but work My Life in the 90s. Wesleyan is also the publisher of A Guide to Poetics Journal, writing in the expanded field, 1982 to 1998, and the related Poetics Journal, Digital Archive, both co-edited by Higinian and Barrett Watton. She's currently the co-director with Travis Ortiz of Atalos, a literary project commissioning and publishing cross-genre work by poets, and the co-editor with Jane Gregory and Claire Marie Stantek of Nyon Editions, a chapbook press. I didn't know that. She teaches at the University of California, Berkeley, and is part of the UC Berkeley Humanities Activism Coalition formed immediately after November 8th, 2016. What could happen? This question contains inside itself several other questions. What has happened? What will result? What is the flow of possibility? How am I in it? The questions that are at the center of Lynn's newest book, The Unfollowing, which relocates the numbered sonnet sequence as a site of rigorous indeterminacy. This is the highest form of argument or loving address. In this new book, each line pulls away from the gravity of the statement that precedes no prefiguration or follows, no prophecy. 
Let us read randomly from number one, from number 59, which I have to get. Just like jumping around inside the poem, all these amazing things happen. Sir, I haven't written the faintest idea, sitting just under the swimming west that remains afloat on worthy objects. It is as a natural Darwin that the bold painter saturates her curiosity with color. Okay. <laughs> For the last line of number 26, can you believe this shit? No, I cannot believe it. <laughs> but the question of the logic that holds or does not hold the wonder of thought or the continuity of the self or present time has been her concern for a long time. When I came to know her work through my life many years ago, but not soon enough, I found instructions for rejuvenating the sentence as a dead or remembered telling. Through her work, I would look at the sentences beside me while I learned to write a poem, sort of write a poem. I taught myself to speak from possibility and not in retrospect. Quote, there is no greater temptation than that of reminiscence. What could happen in my life? This hope, the hopefulness of presence in the present of the coming word, or sight, as in the title of her astonishing collaboration with Leslie Scalpino, seems also to fund her capacity to stand down, to listen or watch, and thus to collaborate with what is passing. In her work, we find the most vivid and startling capacity to describe and yet to refuse descriptive certainty. A moth, almost as large as a bat, swoops through the nearly dark twilight, leaving the impression of red, although the moth, if bat-like, must be brown or gray the red and effect of the sound it makes, the sweeping. To be close to experience, to be conscious to what is always moving. I would continue to say her words over and over, but this is just to welcome Lynn Higinian to the Poetry Project. just great to read with you. That was su such a wonderful reading. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, and thanks to Simone, thanks to all of you for being here. It's been a while since I've been in New York and even longer while since I've been here at, uh, at the church at the Poetry Project. Um, so I'm going to start by reading uh, a few of works from uh, an uh, ongoing project that started the day after um, the current tyrant was nominated. Um, the title of the poem is called In Time of Tyranny. Um, I want to be generous to all people that have other political opinions than I do, so I won't name anybody in this. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a real concern when you're teaching um, but you're crying uh, on a day after a, an election. Um, but I'm sure many of you experienced crying after a day after a, an election. Um, okay. 
Anxiety, ambition, energy, and sleep are caretaking fish in the deep black sea, my sweet, the black deep sea, yes, and I tossed a twig, the XYZ of unrest and loss of privilege they never had, the vanquished Inca at the sharp angle of a perfect rainbow, and afterwards Jupiter appeared, of which the Rocky Mountains are like mules hauling oats perceived by senses, words, a set of names in music, all this should scare the legislators, noble and real, and we are crazy, and smell smoke for entertainment, social bonding, and great anxiety, that trinity of apricots, scout musk, and gas of life, where light falls on the passenger seat, first upright and like a cornflower, but slow. I'm too old to dance meadowlarks, great punctuation locks in black and blocks crepuscular and vein the sun in its descent. You kicked up dust, of which the Ural Mountains are but dim reminders through a wooded alley loud as if disturbed in the unbuttoned fog that grays a pedestrian silhouette, while the passport picture reaching out to me is true or false to tetrahedral nation states dead in winter water, enzyme ice. I cannot fear to be forgotten, a child born another book, the dust at dusk of skilled blind sculptors whose cities sink the swollen toad, her pride flamingos, lilies and boy flowers, the center of a blue-black vault and apron history on it. Language is a victim of its own success, while into the carriage comes a louder lyric me, of which the coxcomb mountains are like apples rotting in the dust that none of us would be content to leave unlifted from a caterpillar's cud to chew. People are forced to live, work, yearn with bourgeois linearity to change this rake-wielding life upon row upon row upon row of the river pulled further and further apart under the unswallowed elegy of a collared stork. Then productivity as reproductivity ends. Motion gets immobilized by perception into things perceptions get, but perception gets it wrong from quantum quantum habits of sadness, the hem of a sack wet under a hen. Every situation can be taken as subject to a proposition at stake at this stage of the state. Rejection of a context need not be of one's own hoeing of the sun, one's head a building site. Say I rode in on a vicious mule surrounded by leaves under the northern star, the eternal conflict. Say I beat my brow and only put on shows, withered webs, a rigmarole, an atrocity to which I'll give no words, I refuse it representation. The janitor is innocent, autumn is ill, and cruelty will be the rule until I die from a flea bite or while beating a metal drum, eating honey and corn like a girl again, with an umbrella under a redwood tree, with all of which I am in a certain sense one. The roof on trust of hover can't render love pathetic. I claim too much and yield to the bighorn mountains of which the truth of history is but an indifferent silence. How lengthy the arbitrary seems and how often it returns in the form of a puppy's snout or as a flounder's face. 
The arbitrary can bury its head and make so, no sense by scribbling with pen on paper in a microsecond, just as a gardener can uproot a paralytic azalea and plant pliant bamboo in the cup of a shelf with a lamp on it behind a screen, boom. Is it a joke, a coffee house on a soldier's mother, oh murderers? For that which is not conscious, conditions are unstable, minuscule, mobile, mixed, and producing microtones inaudible to the human ear, an object of terrible neglect. Argumentative voices rise above a cloud out of nowhere like an aurora borealis of the colonial era of which we are the heiresses and heirs and heavies hiding behind regret, self-denigration, quivering, quivering eyelids over many odd events and an idea of the rest. Small creeks, very hot saw prison written and published as the repository of unassimilable education, early history, at which my heart aspired and my heart fluttered, was refuted and failed. I am a rocking horse, a cow, and yes, a goose upon a fetid golden egg under a vine up which Jack climbs, purveying boyish havoc, becoming bird over mud under airplanes and a cloud nubile as tyranny, the sky introduced to electric light. High and plummeting and avoiding swerve, eschewing accident, defying portent, and the balding of the old who feel unfollowed and unfaded. No more sword, oozy up on eBay, prowess surrendered to pimps who market it with demands for strict self-examination and pomp, plump as swollen legs and stockings, noxious, humid wind. So that's some of that. Um, and now I'm going to read from some of this, um, which I think is finished. Uh, it was started in the long campaign for the leading up to the election of a certain president <laughs> on a certain date. Um, uh, but I, I was thinking, uh, and the idea for this came before um, the movie, like The Martian or whatever it's called. Uh, who is the guy, Matt Damon stranded on Mars? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's called A Human of Mars and it's attempt to think my way into uh, the state of mind of humanity, given that it was born on uh, the, 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 the Marshall planet, um, the planet of war, a human of Mars. I am a human in the absence of others of a yet better red. Omniscience is violent, infinite. There are no straight lines except, except those I make, and I do this rarely. I don't foresee that I'm here by by choice or of necessity, perhaps I will never know or never want to know. There are no birches here, nor lemons, nor elk, nor signs of social insects, but there are flakes and something similar to red slate and mirages very close at hand. I come from the red leaps. That's what I called the first new place and now I'm calling another. Everything new comes at me and with me. It is nothing but flame and all one flame or none and the same. This world has a red edge. That might be lit by candle wicks, then cigarettes, headlights, blasts, and flares. Red arts, red candies, red controls. 
Even monosyllables are still rare in my conversations with myself. I have too little percussivity of thought. Once I found webs that had formed between my fingers and toes and under my arms and between my legs, perhaps time once meant me to become airborne. Let's begin then with that to which I might have fled, the original desiderata, red life that rises, Red guitars, red occupations, red rills. It is mid-season here, and I need red skills. Talkless the tongue looks, but I mean to say lacks or likes, reveling, revealing, in the opening of my red mouth, pink gums, the release of salmon. The grounds for my preoccupations here are iron-rich. The old coinage here is unready, leaden, I cannot return trees to fire in toto. This soil is the refuge of no previous profile, and from that I must add my own and germinate new ones. I am not like a soldier, nor like a beat. Similitude here is inconsequential and best abandoned, as I am yet to come. War fever has yet to go elsewhere, with peace chasing after it, crossing a mile and then an X mile, but imprecisely. There is no overcoming radish, lurching diphthong parachute, military cinema parcel, package snarl. Time transits the bustling abyss. Music isn't impossible when it's happening under the velocity of a solar shout. So gusts of xylophonic quaver have shifted my hair. I don't live in comic melancholy. I'm choleric. My mechanism is evolving from the ovulation of rubies, and my intellect generates rubrics. Human of marvel, human of markets, human of marble, almost human here of eggy bones. Of what use will be cock or cunt? They are cavernous. Decorative, extrovert. My brain is brick. I must begin as a biographer of a paramecium, then be a biographer of an onion. My day is 24 hours, 39 minutes, and some seconds long. I don eyeglasses, yellow tinted, and everywhere see citrus. A comma brings me to a full brief stop. Curling back, it turns back, surveying the path surreptitiously or preparing to put down a root. Everything has a future, but eventually not as itself. There are no orgies here in solitude, no rosy orifices except of rock and dust. All, convexi all convexities are harsh as iron's shields. Some kind of love then, at all, so long, already I am remembering. From excrement I can extrapolate squalor, and from that feral cats, with which I'll coexist, and also peanut butter, robins, diesel fuel, and ticks. I am almost removed, red prairie, red arithmetic, red reflection, red snow. My dreams hold death in a diamond drag, until I had a third person I didn't know of my existence. What does recent mean if not failure of momentum? There is nothing that is pre-martial in the human. I'll have Martian genitals. Postulate 
tiny speckled brown moth alighting suddenly on a page or some other sweet, small, eventual, randomly existential particular. Counterproposal, irresolution, and another thing yielding to a pause, a day in the life of a human of Mars. Observing my ears, others entering will think I have come from snails. Here's a torso, iron rich and reddening. I delight in appearance. What's over an egg? What's above it? Priorities, proprieties, pieties. There's a pattern and into it humans of a certain kind thread themselves. There are many days that have not yet been broken. When I breed, as I must, I will have children, 17 or 34, Belinda, Fred, Georgi, Clarice, Nano, Shireen, Mustafa, Pilar, Francoise, Mamadou, Liuba, Claude, Pablo, Katrine, Tura, Yonatan, Jude, Anahit, Anita, Leon, Saida, Sam, Giuseppe, Hua, Ping, Miguel, Isabella, Finn, Oleg, Ayusha, Salma, Gang, and the finest and most furious of them all, Lou, Cypher, Lucy, Her. I can see through the blindfold and I can't see through the blindfold. Both of these statements are true. Humanity is scattered in the details, slung on the ready, ruddy rust. Go, says the painter to the poet, go and stop progress. <laughs> Ghost of a red fruit, gaze of a red face, words on a red page. Humanity is fated to break off, loose cipher, lump sum. I rage like a mother when mold is on the salsa. <laughs> but the scarlet hill is plump, a subtle strategy, the horizon soft as belly fat. Phenomena are woodpecker and cardinal and brought by goose. Or to put that another way, air, air is a medium for pathos and partnership, transinterpretation, portation, transac. There are interplanetary condiments, the stuff of space, Salsas, true, but also relishes, jellies, mayonnaises, tapenades, mustards, marmalades, sauces, chutneys, ketchups, and jams. I slurp, guzzle, dabble, delight, oh dazzling geranium, silence on the purple pond. I could crush this bug, exterminate its kind. I am the death in its life at the limits of visible light. Yes, if you spread a bed, you'll pull pictures into your head. An ode to exploiters and explorers from one of them yet to come begins above. A foot is pressed in fellowship to the Martian crust. The multiple social classes, former and future, plus bumblebees coming through windows and plums enter imagination and occupy a temporary calm. Dumb luck and drum bowls, thumb rhythms, a red bedspread. And now is, here is a thing with no clear utility, a thing without purpose, a thing just here, or it's meant as a perplexity to perplex me unless I can sell, trade, distribute, or share it. Things for other things the start of chronology. Oh, narcissism, collaboratively fulfilled. Oh, friendship. 
Oh, circular familiarity, which is, among other things, so many other things, like an umbrella or mushroom or child's drawing of the blazing sun, or like a marigold after rain or splattered egg yolk or enormous cord in a minor key, or like a human's chewing. Living in a circle, moving around, escaping oneself, trying to forget the past, striving to remember the future. Ludicrous chewing with lubricious malice between lewd jaws of lumpish meat and luminous light. Say that I am reproved for some reason, chastised, and I agree, I agree, that was awful what I did, what I am. Is this what it means to have a bad conscience? And if so, why do I have one? The whole wing of the human hand, its feathers ruffled, is said to be a voiceless courier striking a hard blow. Bound where and by what, for what, to what. Ash driven into crevices, notches, holes, stuck, chill, arcane, it is all but lost its struggle. Rocks are bending and the orb, remarkably red, is verging on black as a dingo verges on dog or male on female, ice on water, clout on charisma. What is disappointment if not awareness that a joy one has received is being taken back? Culinary parsing, red parsimony, panned parsley. If I were very great, I'd command furrow, old proverbs, and red bread. Already I know how to swallow spinach and how to rise from the ground, dusting the rust from my butt after the long lust of a waking sleep. Already triumphantly I feel I am living on an exalted plain as, seeing the vast trees blown by the wind, boughs leaping, trunks swaying, I recognize the power and am exultant, exalted by exultance, or exalted by consciousness of my capacity for exultance. I had no plans to come. I never knew I had gone. There was only one, so it was general. Milkmaid of Mars, plumber of Mars, <coughs> academician of Mars, mayor of Mars, secretary of Mars, Martian chef and sous chef and dishwasher, mechanic of Mars, its poet, mathematician, historian, army, shopkeeper, and housewife. Pleasure without leisure, a human of Mars is an orifice. If there were things to name, I'd apply sparrow-wide, vice-anvil, wire-arrow, mars-crow, angle, and I could go on. My naming capacities are endless. The world is an oyster, and I am a valentine. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to end by reading a few pieces from uh, a few of the anti-sonnets from this book, The Unfollowing, that Simone uh, spoke so uh, astutely about and read so beautifully from. There goes something forever lost in context. A Sudanese customs agent halts a caravan carrying rocking chairs into lands where no rocking chairs are needed. Come, lest desire clatter. Dance now, lest we can't dance later. 
here remains as a bridge vanishes, the black door shuts, etc., and here cares little as to which is which. Conjoining unlike concepts, say birth control and origami, is something mortals do. This does not follow. Window is a red chocolate, melon in a tumult, stone of clouded jazz, milk a penciled elephant, all in a row. The passengers on prison ships are not allowed to celebrate. There is very little, almost nothing that... I order you to feel free to help yourself to ice cream, which is melting. <laughs> At midnight, I'll become a merchant mariner again. Is this paper snow, undertow? It is perceived unconsciously and might have been a spider emerging from a duck's egg a cause for excitement provided by the outside world to an inner world that almost missed it. It's only with clumsy freedom that the things appear on people's lips. Ten platoons of, drag of dragon slayers step quickly forth from Fort Crooked. Good night, says the goose at the crack of dawn. The world of the dead is past pretext, without subtext, beyond context. Shove, pulls, push. That's the dream exactly as I remember it. I couldn't change a word of it now, even if I wanted to. Do you see the surprise poplars? Sense the certain sea sense, too? Reality so forth, drive silences that cause it thought. Oh dear, she put toe to ash without Simon say so. Cold spreads like sawdust over an abandoned playground. Heat like bathroom jokes among the children coming to play there. Far ringing air, air foreign, air faring. She was burned by an untamed flame. She lost her way in an uncommanded land. Violists, immigrants, guinea pigs unite. If you can answer that riddle, you can join in the fun. <laughs> Tomorrow is another day. Try again, a triolet. <laughs> and the poplars in the wind. It's Monday, and Tuesday is already underway. Wednesday, having fled several days ago to join yesterday in the immense realm that we'll one day know as that of the adjacent to the real. Even the great, bos sorry, even the great botanist Carl L. thought the that fern dust he found hovering close to the ground, as puzzling as his own nature. She walks a while unreconciled a hundred miles through chamomile. The play of the imagination is violent. I see a yellow pumpkin on a dozen, on a dozen desert stumps. Is passion a model for patience then? Patience the proof, the patch, the put on and putting upon? The narrative zigzags, but has no, no name, though it's called assailed and then curtailed. Chip is the name of a fallen sparrow who listens to some girls as they stack scraps of lumber at dusk around her and declare her safe for the night. Waving a pinwheel in my enthusiasm, I advance. Along comes a duck waddling by through a flock between the eyes and serum, and man, and bad job, and bomb, and then a uh, other bomb. I first read it 11 days ago, but as if unconsciously, that is, I, how can they say that flowers are free natural beauties, but horses are not? 
It will take two days of steady rowing to take us where we're going. She says nothing, sees nothing, pinching folds into the blanket, pleating the sheet hour by hour. Creation myths are always tales of cruelty in which forms are forced out of ambiguous materials, amorphous lumps, chunks, splotches, blobs. Along comes a mounted rifleman advancing from memory to consciousness or from dream to waking life or from imagination to censure. The solitude of the country hotel has tempted me and in response I want to compose a couplet for the guest book. A magic encyclopedia, a marshmallow afloat on hot chocolate, a man with money in his hat. Two boys and two girls working together have successfully recaptured a maverick month-old calf, and we praise them for their heroism. Such heroism is never accomplished by halves. The people leaning out their windows may just be spitting or watching an arrest. It began with an apple and ended with an opera influenced by jazz. Walt Disney and Alfred Hitchcock, two caricaturists of the mid-20th century's American psyche. Leaves lie afloat in the cold, quiet water that's just now supporting a damselfly. Dazzling as a flower head, noteworthy as a crocodile in Paris, the intelligencer readily, rapidly, auspiciously, unofficially cavorts under overcast skies. The eyes are like half-open mouths that visibility causes to stutter. There will never be an adequate explanation for how or why it happened. And then two more. I think of all of these as elegy, elegies, and this one is particularly dedicated to the memory of Arkady uh, Trofimovich Dragomoshenka. Um, a Russian poet and, and friend. A grasshopper singing of death laughs long as if a heavy-hearted granny spoke a light word. A shadow scuds over glass, the glass stands still. Insects seed and they say that is the dream of language, but what is language if not what is th threading through the veins of an insect's wings? What does it mean to say now, now, as now surfaces in a gesture, as of a person pushing his eyeglasses up toward his brow. Our luggage is stacked sky high. We are wearing 20 layers of clothes. Every utterance is symphonic. I've never made curtains for these windows, stabbed by the mid-morning light. I pass with a broom, standing with a hose in my hand and my thumb against the nozzle. The loops of time droop fall slack, and someone steps out of those that were his or hers, hers or his, his and hers, his and his, hers and hers. Is it right then that we are left to hurdle alone? The girls danced in dead light, the cadavers lay in live light, but as for those girls, men with mouths like mare vaginas watch them. Every rough rupture demands elasticity of the imagination. The Silver River is irreversible, but you attentively watch its mouth. What you write achieves its independence, though you are nimble, arrogant, sly, and wise. That is how you spend the day, which is itself a powerful force, and raises the significant question, how did you get here? All suffering is in the egg. Now suck it out of its shell and spit it away. 
Um, and finally, thing now tone, aquatic tilt is real, stick and money thief, turn the future, scratch gas, cricket. Listen, little spider darting out from a hiding place behind a Rolodex and racing to a cranny between piles of papers, something we saw, wanting it to come back or wanting it to go like a king when royalty is outmoded. Glenn Gould is still humming along like a Volkswagen on an Autobahn. <laughs> One day a mournful young man spat on the traffic cop's shoe, but the man's name was Fernandino, and the cop's name was Matilda, and they lived together happily ever after. <laughs> Actually, I'm not addressing myself here to metaphysicians, metaphysicians, nor to spirits, nor to pedants, because none of these know how to see the particular beauty of a rain-soaked field. I believe I have acceded with docility to aesthetic laws. So says Odillon Redon, but to what in the world around us might those laws pertain? All good children envy mint, so tune your instruments accordingly because mint is as obstinate as a god. A celebration takes place, and in surprise, my error is corrected. Parsimonious ethnicity, cowardly mind, constraining gender, uninherited class, deracinated citizenship. You are so tired, and I am so timing, and he is so tidy, and then there are those others also tithed and tipped off and titanic. Help, I'm clinging to the side of a cliff, gripping a crumbling outcropping of rock. A train is rumbling through the valley below. A passenger looks up. Then two tiny birds darted, jetted, bulleted, sped from one tree to another, and I could see a band or spot of yellow on each, but they were too little and too fast for me, and who cares about identification? I am very busy. I have a lot of energy. I've got a lot of projects underway. I have a number of plans. I'm very active. I'm industrious, productive. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jack Lemon. Thanks, Lynn. And thanks, all of you, for coming. It was a good night. Thanks.